0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Health Care for Humans, hosted by Dr. Sundar, expands our understanding of the history and culture of different communities and how to provide culturally responsive care. There's an episode you should check out where guest Dr. Duran details the systemic barriers faced by individuals with DACA status and highlights the importance of addressing these barriers. Check out Healthcare for Humans on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Have you been feeling stressed or overwhelmed in your personal or professional life?
0: You have no idea.
1: I think you should register for the free Stress Solution Series to learn how to craft your personalized stress blueprint. Secure your spot at www.stresssolutionseries.com. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, Jane. I'm so excited that you are here. How are you today?
2: I'm doing fabulous, Ms. Wendy. Thank you for having me and inviting me to this podcast. I am super excited to be here with you and the rest of the people out of the world. Hi, everyone.
1: Yeah, well, I'm excited that you are here because you have such an amazing story. So why don't you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Oh, thank you for that question. Uh, My name is Jane Moshi, like you said, Wendy, uh, and I'm so blessed to be here uh, with you and also to be able to tell my story, like you said. You know, I really, truly started out as a nurse, just like everybody else, went to school, finished up master's in nursing with leadership. I always love uh, to help people, so that always has been my love. Nursing just came as a bonus, and I walked my way uh, in nursing. I started out as a CNA and became LVN, and and went to your college, four-year college, masters, double masters. So I did it all. So and um, and I'm always inspired by other people. So through there, I was able to grow and become a manager and I was about to become a director when I left the corporate world. And the really truly reason that I left the corporate world is to continue to do what I love, which is to help people. So I felt like there was a big gap in a financial industry and actually in a knowledge itself, not only even anything else. So when I was um, blessed to be come across into the ability for me to able to help others with that, I took it. So I'm continuing helping people, Wendy, in a financial industry right now.
1: Well, that is amazing. And I love your story, the trajectory of your career from CNA to a double master's prepared nurse who moved up into a leadership position. And that just really shows the um, opportunities in nursing. Um, You know, you could do so much and people think of nursing as just bedside But you moved up into leadership, you were managing people, and now you transitioned into the financial world. So can you tell us a little bit about why you did that? What made you want to make that shift?
2: Oh, thank you for that question, Wendy. Oh, is a passion of mine. You know, uh, as, as uh, nurses, right, we have this perception people have on us that when we become nurses, we work a whole and then we make a lot of money. So that's what people think we do. And that's what made a lot of people at one point when we were shorted of nursing to move from their career and come into nursing. You know, however, we give our heart and soul every single day as we care for people. And we keep on giving. When I was in nursing, I realized a lot of my stuff, they were not retiring when they wanted it to. But I never knew what the problem was, right? So, and then one day another nurse reached out to my sister on Facebook, who is also my sister, is the nurse ICU, you know? So we a family of nurses. So she's like, well, I teach about finances. We say, well, why not, why can't we learn? So that's how it started. I learned about the finance through her. And I realized there's a bigger gap because I thought I was set. I thought I was good. And I thought my life was great. But I realized when she came and educated on all the simple three rules of money, and I look on all my portfolios, there was a big gap that I was on the same road that I have seen my other stuff back in the day that they were not going to retire. I wasn't going to be able to do the same. So that I took that as a passion and say, hey, we work so hard. We give so much. Somebody has to watch out for us. So that's why I started.
1: Yeah, I think you bring up a good point, because as nurses, it's such a fulfilling career and we are compensated well, but I don't think it really adds up for our responsibilities. I always tell people as a nurse, there's not enough money in this world to be in charge of someone's life. We literally have life in our hands when you know we're at the bedside with patients. And you bring up a good point in terms of the gap in knowledge around finances, because I don't recall ever talking about finances in nursing school. And then you go into these jobs, you're making a salary and you're right. How do you start to think or shift your mindset around money, around retirement? Right. So what are those three keys that um, you learned that made you really look in your portfolio and identify those gaps?
2: Thank you again for that question. So the three things that I learned that was a key, they call rules of money. So it's like, oh, who knew that when you make money, there's rules around how to use it. We all know like save the money, spend, right? Save the money, those are the rules that many people know, save and spend it. So there is three rules uh, that can actually help you uh, uh, expand your portfolio. The one rule is called a rule of 72, Wendy. That rule, the job is uh, to help you compound your money based on the interest you earn, That's simple. So if you're learning very little interest, that means you're not compounding fast enough. If you're learning high interest, you're compounding fast enough. What is compounding in the simplest way is just doubling your money in an account. So who knew your account can sit in an account and double on their own, right? <laughs> so that was like, what? Uh, for me as well, eye opener. Second one was uh, how the money grows. So money grows in three different ways that I learned. Fixed. You know, just like the savings account, you put your money there, they already determine what it is you're going to get as far as interest. So it grows the same. So and then the second one is variable, which is equated to our stock market, right? It goes up with the market, it goes down. You know, what do I mean by up and down? You gain money and you lose money. So the sad part is majority of the retirement account, Wendy, they are all sitting on that account. You know, so all the 401k, all the uh, deferred compensation, individual retirement account, all of them are strictly there. Then the last one that I learned that was new to me and I was so grateful to learn is a strategy called indexed. The way that strategy when it works is you put your money in an account, you get to gain. But when you gain, you lock all your gain. When I say gain, I mean like you gain the interest of your money you lock it in and you don't lose it. So if you're looking at the market going up and down, then you go up, but not down. There's more detail to it, but in just general term, that's what it works. So I was intrigued by that. And I said I wanted to learn more and I sure did. So the last rule is about taxes. We are all paying taxes and we should be paying taxes, but there's a way of growing our money where we can take advantage of it. So taxes are paid on the gain in three different ways. Every single year, which we call it a tax now, or oh, you pay your taxes later. That's where majority of the retirement account are sitting. So we defy our taxes today to pay later. The only thing that is always questionable is we don't know how much tax is gonna be at the time, how high, how low. So that's really the question that left. The last one that in a taxes is grow tax advantage. That's the key word is advantage. That you pay your taxes now when you know your brackets of your taxes, you grow your money together with your gain, you do not pay tax again on your gain. So imagine if you have an account that can give you all three
1: rules in one. Wouldn't that really expand your portfolio? Absolutely. I think everyone needs to know about this. I think this is such um, a hidden gem, hidden knowledge, right? I think we, we get, you know, our jobs and we're just so engulfed in learning the skill. And then we get into a routine of going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. And then you look up and it's like, oh, well, I have to think about retirement. And then there's really nothing there. So this is a way to really set a foundation um, for yourself. So Jane, how do you help people and or nurses um, really gain knowledge around their finances? What do you do?
2: So simple. My approach is educational approach, because that's where my passion came from, because when I realized that people just don't know what they don't know, right? So they do what they are told, but they just don't know if that's going to get them where they are. So educational approach. I do a one-on-one and I also do group one-on-one, going through key factors in uh, in what it is you need on your portfolio. Like today, I only covered about retirement alone. What about your children's future? You know, what about your income replacement? There are so many things out there that you can do with your portfolio. So we sit down, I educate first. Second, I offer a complimentary, you know, financial review that I sit down with people and actually show them their current state and where their future that they want. If anytime there's a gap, I can help them close that gap. And my service to them is complimentary fully. So then they are able to now get to a position where they understand what they have, they understand where they're going, right? And then they are on the path. And the other icing on the cake is we meet after that every year to see if life has changed. We all know, right? Life has changed recently. We know all of us, you know, with the pandemic and everything. So is there anything change? Are we on track? Do we add or do we minus anything to improve what we have? So by reaching out to me and I can set up time, if they're a group of people, I'm happy to, and I do this all virtually and, uh, and we take it from there because everybody has different needs and that's all I look at.
1: Yes. And financial wellness is part of the eight dimensions. So, you know, the nurse wellness podcast, we talk about things, all stress, all wellness and another, um, motivator motivated to manage your stress is your financial wellness. You know, when we're so bogged down by stress and things that are going on in life, you don't think about your finances, unless your finances is the cause of stress. But Jane is here to help you uh, with that. So Jane, how can people get in contact with you if they wanted to explore your complimentary offer or any of your other services?
2: So they can really find me um, pretty much everywhere. But the most place that they really can find me, LinkedIn is easier to find me. So because I'm there and my name is Jane Moshe LinkedIn, you can search me up. Uh, If you want to go to uh, other social media like Facebook, Instagram, my name there is Jane Maloda. That's my husband's uh, married name. So Jane Maloda, J-A-N-E-M-A-L-L-A-D-O, Maloda. So that's um, that's where you can find me. Um, And on actually LinkedIn, I have everything, phone number, my bio is there. And I'll also share some more information with you, Wendy. So if people are looking for me, they can find through you because the wellness solution you have definitely will be tied up to what um, we're looking to help individuals out there.
1: Awesome. And Jane, if there's one piece of advice you can give our listeners, if they want to move forward, make one shift financially, what would that be?
2: Learn. Do not take a word of your financial advisor as your final. Just as we are nurses, because I always just talk about nurses because that's all I know as far as my community. You know, when you go to a doctor and they told you we're gonna cut your leg, none of the people always take the first value of the first doctor to lose their leg, right? They say, well, let me go and ask another one. Maybe we can cut the toes instead, right? So the same thing with your finances. Take it as uh, Wendy has said, wellness. It is your wellness. If you're checking your wellness of physical health every single year, your mental health every single year, your finances should be the same learn and evaluate every single year. That's what I would say, uh, Wendy.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jane. And I do want to take you through a quick rapid fire so we can get to kind of know you personally before Mm -hmm. we uh, wrap up the podcast. So let me know the first thing that comes to your mind to answer the question or finish the sentence. Wellness means happiness. I know I'm stressed when
2: I don't know what I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> my go-to stress management solution is?
2: Reflection.
1: One thing people get wrong about me is?
2: I'm um, straightforward.
1: The last time I had a belly laugh was? Hmm, two days ago. <laughs> can you share more?
2: Yes. You know, a hard moment comes with all less. I listened and learned that knowledge is not taught, it's caught, Mm-hmm. So when I, uh, yeah, it's cut. So when you cut a knowledge, right? How does that look like you start to implement the things you learn? So recently, I just caught another knowledge that I'm using right now, especially in the area of reflection. So I can do my reflection faster. So I don't sit there too. Long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. And my last question is one thing I learned about myself during this pandemic is.
2: Be flexible in what is around you.
1: Awesome. Well, Jane, thank you so much for being a guest on the Nurse Wellness Podcast, and we will have to have you back.
2: Thank you so much. I'll be happy to be back, Wendy. But, hey, keep up the good work that you're doing for us. We appreciate. We need to refill your cup as well.
1: Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Have you been feeling stressed or overwhelmed in your personal
0: or professional life? You have no idea.
1: I think you should register for the free Stress Solution Series to learn how to craft your personalized stress blueprint. Secure your spot at www.stresssolutionseries.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best.
0: If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Health Care for Humans, hosted by Dr. Sundar, expands our understanding of the history and culture of different communities, and how to provide culturally responsive care. There's an episode you should check out where guest Dr. Duran details the systemic barriers faced by individuals with DACA status and highlights the importance of addressing these barriers. Check out Healthcare for Humans on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.